Hi, it's Tim Hagen from Progress Coaching, and welcome to another episode for the Coaching Conversations podcast. Now, we are on Stitcher, we are on iTunes, and multiple different channels. Please check us out. Now, one of the things that you'll get out of our podcast episodes is a lot of content, a lot of strategy. It's not fluff, it's not concept. Yet we really want you to engage with the content and let us know your feedback. If you have any questions, feel free to reach out to us. If there's topics you'd love to have us address, we would love to share them with you. Let us know your impact and let us know your feedback. One of the toughest things that new managers go through are the conversations they need to have as new managers. And the first thing I want to share is as a new manager, I subscribe to something called the 50-50 theory. See, often managers, especially new managers, will try to take on the objective of getting everybody happy, to be well-liked by everybody, to build consensus, to get everybody on the same page. And those are admirable, admirable notions. Yet when it comes to people, if a leader, especially a new manager, has the ultimate goal of getting 100% buy-in, 100% of the team likes he or she, it probably will never occur. The 50-50 rule is if 50% of your people are happy with you and 50% feel challenged by you, you're probably doing pretty well. Now, the toughest thing about gravitating into a leadership role, a first-time leadership role as a manager, are the relationship changes. So the first conversation is, how do you have a conversation with a peer that now is a subordinate. And what we're going to teach is something called re-engineering the relationship. Let me demonstrate. So Joanne, obviously I've been named the new manager and I know that this is going to conjure up some potential different ways you and I work together. And what I don't want to do is make assumptions of how this is affecting you. And I would love to hear from you, you know, what you would love from me, what you would like to see from the manager, Um, what your expectations are, and hopefully I can adhere to uh, some, if not all of them. And then I'd love to, you know, share with you what I'm kind of expecting so you and I can make a transition together successfully. So instead of becoming the boss, talk about re-engineering the relationship so you can become the boss so both parties are comfortable. Now, that's a loaded, loaded approach because if somebody says, well, don't ever give me feedback, Obviously, you're going to have to say, well, obviously, Joanne, I I probably am going to have to. And that's why I wanted to have this conversation. So we can gravitate into those conversations comfortably or as comfortably as we possibly could. Number two, coaching upward. I think one of the biggest mistakes we make with new managers is we put them in these positions and we don't teach them how to have conversations upward. For example, Bob, I think we have an awesome opportunity, and I would love to provide you visibility of what I'm seeing as a new manager on the front lines uh, with my team and give you some insight so I could also um, request some things that I may need from you. And I always go back to words like opportunity, perspective, insight. Coaching upward isn't judging or giving feedback upward. It's providing visibility and perspective. So ultimately, the new manager can start a conversation so he or she gets what they want or something that they need. Number three, this is probably one of the biggest conversations that people struggle with. Age. Experience. 
so funny as a society in the workplace that we put so much stock and effort on numbers. And let me give you an example. Somebody who says, how do you coach somebody? How do you manage somebody who's been at the company longer, has more experience, and is older than you? Number one, you don't apologize for getting the job. The minute you apologize, the minute you apologize, they will take advantage of it, or most will. See, they weren't really the right choice. Let me give you a great example. Now, I'm going to go back to the first example of the peers, and it's called reverse engineering the relationship. But this is called the spotlight conversation. And the spotlight conversation lends credibility to the transition. This is actually a true story from an agricultural client of ours. And, um, you know, part of it is that when you look at um, the situation where people are more experienced uh, on paper, maybe they even went for the job, that can be tough. So what I'm about to give you is an actual conversation that a young leader had to have with someone twice her age. To add context to this situation, this young leader went for the job and got the job instead of a gentleman twice her age. So this is the spotlight conversation. She sat down with him and said, look, Bob, this is uncomfortable. I would imagine for you, and I want to be candid with you. I'm a little uncomfortable. You've been with the company a long time. You have a wealth of experience. Notice she acknowledged experience, his experience, not her lack of experience, his experience. And she said, you know, it's really kind of put you and I in this weird spot together. And the gentleman said, what do you mean? Because he's angry. He's mad she got the job because on paper he had more experience. And she said, well, you know, one, if I were you, I'd be wondering why I didn't get the job. I have all this experience. And his direct comment was, yeah, that's the number one thing going through my mind. And she said, can I ask you something? And he said, yeah. Are you mad at me? Because I had nothing to do with the decision. And he said, well, no, I'm not mad at you. I just don't think you were the right choice. And she said, oh, okay, well, thank you so much. And I said, every time he throws something like that at you, embrace it. She said, thank you so much for sharing that. And she said, so what kind of feedback did you get in terms of the answers to why? And he said, what are you talking about? She said, well, how did you circle the wagons? How did you find out why you were not chosen? There must have been a reason because clearly you have a ton of experience. Notice she's not fighting. She's embracing experience. And he said, well, I didn't, I didn't ask. She said, how come? He said, well, I guess I don't know. I, was, I guess I was pretty mad. She said, wow, that is a weird spot for you and I to be in. He said, what do you mean this is a weird spot? She said, Bob, somebody is probably going to see how you and I work together. You have a lot of experience. You've been with the company longer. You're older. I'm younger. I don't think anyone in their right mind thinks you and I are going to work well together. And that puts a spotlight on us. And he looked at her and he said, yeah. And she said, what if at the end of this story, people said, wow, they worked well together. Wow, Bob was supportive of her. Wow, she praised him like crazy for his helpfulness. Would that put you in a better position to get the next promotion? And she later shared with me, it was at that moment, she said his demeanor, his behavior, his tone of voice, everything changed. He said, 
You know, I hadn't looked at it that way. She said, yeah, that's kind of what I'm thinking. I don't want to be in this spot. I know you don't. What if we made the best of it for you? Now, I want you to tell me what you need from me. So I'm going right back to that re-engineer the relationship. Share with me what you need from me. And I'd love to share what I need from you so we can both get what we want. One of the toughest conversations a new manager will have. The toughest conversation that most will have is the conversation where there's conflict. There are two things that we have to do when we confront people. Is first, start with a relationship of conflict. Confronting is nothing more than building awareness of an opportunity to improve in a very tough situation. So when we confront somebody, I always encourage people to use a permission-based question. Paul, would you mind if I shared with you a perspective where I think we have an opportunity to get on the same page? That's where you start. Now, there's more aggressive tactics, yet most won't have that conversation, yet that conflict will build up. The second part is to use something called the sword. Throw yourself in the sword. The sword is, so Paul, so I don't make assumptions. So again, Paul, would you mind if I shared with you an opportunity where I think we can be on the same page and I think it would really uh, limit some of the distractions or some of the hiccups we're having with the project. And the last thing I want to do, Paul, is make assumptions where you're coming from. Would that be okay? The minute you get permission, they become a little bit more accepting and palatable to the feedback. So we have to position our new managers to have these conversations with peers, upper-level management, potentially people more experienced on paper, and certainly conversations of conflict. I hope this has helped. Thank you for listening to another episode of Coaching Conversations by Tim Hagen and Progress Coaching. Now, our company is always coming out with new and innovative solutions to help leaders coach their employees. And recently, we just created a new service called Coach to You, where leaders can pick and choose topics and assign 7 to 21-day programs for employees to learn and, more importantly, apply actions and then reflect and share what they're going to do going forward as a result of the learning. It's called Coach to You. We're literally bringing coaching to your employees. If you're intrigued, we'll have a link in each one of our episodes where you can get more information. And again, thank you so much for listening to another episode.